In today's episode, we're talking about the Lord of the Rings trilogy and specifically the six top lessons that I learned or I <laughs> that I um I took away from um from the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Let's find out what they are. Money Mindset with Girl Khan podcast will help you to break free from your limiting beliefs, reverse your money shame and blast through your money blocks so that you can live a life of unlimited abundance. In this podcast, we will talk about energy tools and mindset strategies that will help you to understand and change your relationship with money, whether you're in a job, profession or working on your passion. Change your relationship with money to change your life. I'm your host, Gul Khan. Let's get started. Welcome, welcome. This is Gul Khan, your money mindset expert. And today I'm talking about the lessons or the aha moments or reminders that I actually took away from the trilogy that I watched over the weekend, The Lord of the Rings. So just a bit of a background, what happened, I've actually became exceptionally ill over the last week. I was really, really bad, actually, um, funnily enough. Anyway, and so I actually gave myself time off and I, do, I like to watch or read or something. But this time around, I didn't feel like reading. My mind was all over the place and my brain was actually fried. So I decided to watch something that I've been meaning to watch for a while, which is The Hobbit. So I'd, I'd watched The Lord of the Rings a while ago, but then I watched The Hobbit. So I watched The Hobbit and then I actually watched The Lord of the Rings. Now, I'll talk about The Hobbit another time because I actually I think that merits its own um, lessons from there. But the top six lessons that I think I walked away with when I watched The Lord of the Rings, I think are quite um, applicable in all areas of life. I suppose there are more as well. I mean, I'm not going to go say that these six are the only things, but it, when it comes to uh, you know, actually becoming wealthy and abundant and successful in our life i think these three these six are quite they're quite important and i thought they that's why they merited a discussion so let's get into it straight away the the thing is and the reason why actually these these points came to my mind was we all all of us um you know we have these dreams and again as i always say this I don't record this beforehand on purpose, unless there's a, a, a reason for it, if I'm going away or something. I try to keep these, you know, very dynamic and record them as I go on purpose. As I'm learning my life lessons, they're quite applicable. And people listen, most people who listen to this, you know, and once they're, as soon as they're released, a uh, few actually go back and, you know, listen to the old ones. But most of the majority of the people actually do listen to this as it's released. So it becomes relevant to your life as, it, as, you, as you know, as you download and listen to it. So we've been making our dreams, we've been making our dream boards, and we've been, we we're talking about our vision, I talked about that last week. And because I've been helping my son and my daughter create the vision boards as well, and I created my own, and I updated a lot of things, because some a lot of things I had already achieved from my vision board from last year and the year before, and I really uphold, um, up-leveled my vision board. Now, when you look at your vision board, a lot of the times you are all stuck, and you're like, oh my goodness, how on earth am I ever going to achieve that or make that happen and what's going to happen? Your ego takes over and your lower self you know, comes into play and thinks, oh my God, that's too big and I'm too small. And because that was in the back of my mind and as, as I was watching this movie, of course, this is about evil um, and uh, good and how good overcomes evil and so forth. Of course, that's a, that merits a discussion another time, another, another place. 
Um, we can definitely have that discussion too. But today, I thought these six points were very, very important, especially when you're looking at your vision board and your goals and your dreams. And you see, you may see yourself as this tiny, little, tiny, tiny hobbit, this tiny person, and your dreams are this mammoth of a task that's before you. So I think this is why today's episode should be interesting for those of you who, especially those who love the movie or the trilogy of actually The Lord of the Rings. So what's the first aha moment? The very first takeaway that I, I did from this movie was that we all underestimate our capabilities. And now I know for a fact I did. So this is where the imposter syndrome comes and attacks a lot of people. By the way, the imposter syndrome, you know, it comes and bites and sort of haunts even the most successful people in the world. And these big actors, these successful, you know, doctors, lawyers, you know, politicians, business people, everyone. And, you know, if you look at the interviews of you know some of the most successful people, especially like Elon Musk, He's very open and vulnerable about his um, his vulnerability and how, you know, at times he really believes in himself, but obviously he's not um, immune to, you know, this imposter syndrome too. So this is why I think this is really important for us to put things in perspective. You know, this, this tiny little hobbit, Frodo, was given this mammoth task of taking this ring across and destroying it while fighting demons and demonic creatures and orcs and everything under the sun, you know, in between. And so he had no idea what he got himself into, but it was a task that he was given. And he, you know, he he felt compelled to, uh, you know, to complete it. So this is important for us to, in our personal lives, to understand whatever dreams we've been given. And I've talked about this on another another episode. The dreams that you have, the desires you have in your heart are not desires that come from your ego. If you truly tune into your desires, those desires have been given to you by divine synergy. And I explained in those podcasts, I'm not going to explain here why those desires are important because they're not just part of your material material world. Of course, those des- if they are material desires, and they should be, you know, like you know, getting the car, getting to the next level in business or whatever, whatever have you. The idea is that the, the, the journey that you need to go on to make that reality is what the un- universe is after. This is what divine source energy is after. It's not actually the car or the house. The divine energy doesn't care about the house or the car. But the journey that you will go through, the transformation that your spirit spirit will go through in order to attain those material goods, that's what the divine synergy is interested in. And this is why the desires you have are actually given by divine source energy. And it's not just a random thing. And, you know, so I always say, if you have a true desire to attain something and to obtain something, then that desire has been given to you as a gift from divine source energy. And the path to obtain it would be shown to you or be given to you, even if it's just an initial journey. So this is why it's important. When Frodo was given this task, he had no clue how to get to where he needed to go or even was aware of the you know the difficulties that would come on the way or the help that would be given to him on the way but he did so this is important for us to remember that you know we completely underestimate our capabilities and who we are and what we are and we see ourselves as this tiny little midget things against this big universe which is out to you know which is against us and everything's against us if you see if you see you know your potential there's more potential in this tiny little fingertip of yours than the than everything that the eye can see. Then you'll under, begin to see how you know how powerful and how 
amazing you are. I always say this, you are a creator being in a body. And if that's true, then you have more potential than, you, than anybody else around you that you can see. And I'm not saying that you have more potential than somebody else. I'm just saying that you have more potential than you than anybody else around you, which because nobody uses their full potential. This is, the, this is the important point to remember. So that's the point number one. You are much bigger and you have more potential, a latent hidden potential within you than you can even grasp at the moment. So that's that's point number one. Okay. You completely underestimate yourself. Number two, okay, I think this is important point as well. It doesn't matter how difficult the journey, it doesn't matter how difficult the task. If you are just interested in get the, the final destination, you will miss most of the journey. Okay, getting to that final grade, getting to the number, whatever number is, 100 million, 10 million, billion, trillion, whatever number you have, if if that's all you're focused on, you're going to miss most of the journey. The fun is actually in the journey. It doesn't matter how difficult it is and how uncumbersome it becomes and how tiresome it becomes at times. You need to enjoy all parts of the journey. Sometimes when it's really difficult, you might not enjoy it, but you can still be optimistic. Now, I this was a point that was really beautifully highlighted in The Lord of the Rings with, by Sam. Sam is Frodo's best friend, which in my opinion... I think Sam is a true hero from this, from you know, if the Lord of the Rings, because if it wasn't for Sam, Frodo would not have got, accomplished his task. And even right at the end, um, you know, Fro- Frodo did actually um, fail at one point. You know, he he decided not to throw the ring and destroy the ring, and he took the ring and he, and he was you know trying to keep it. And if it wasn't for um, Smeagol uh, and having the fight with him, that you know he, he would have actually not completed his task altogether. So Sam was true to his um, friendship, was true to Frodo all the way throughout, and he helped him along. And he's actually the really positive character that comes through. And this is important in your life. You need to enjoy the journey and you need to be optimistic. Yes, things will be difficult. Yes, there'll be times when you want to sit and cry. Yes, there'll be times when you want to give up. Yes, I, I accept all of that. But you need to understand the journey is part of the experience. In fact, most of the experience would be the journey and the lessons you learn and the character development you have. And remember, if you've been given goals, say, for example, you've been given a goal to make to to uh, get a Bentley, right? Because I would say, of course, I'll say Bentley because that's my, one of my lists at the moment. The task, the, the desire you've been given is to get a Bentley, but that's just a final destination. The path that you will walk on in order for you to get that Bentley is what divine energy is interested in. And if that's all, if all you're interested in is getting the Bentley, you forget about how you're going to get there, you will be prone to take the wrong path, especially when it comes to money. And I want to really want to highlight this. I want you to make as much money as your heart desires. There's absolutely no limit on the amount of money you can have, keep and make. Yet, I do want you to pay attention to the path that you take to get that money, okay? you Getting money through the wrong means, low vibration money is not what we're after. We were, we're after high vibration money. So this is important to pay attention to the journey and to make sure that you enjoy the journey and be optimistic, okay? Sam, throughout the journey, is very, very optimistic. So this is very, very important. So enjoy the journey, all right? And it's another lesson that you need to remember is, Nothing worth achieving is comes easy. We're, we're, we're human beings. 
we really don't appreciate things if they come easily to us. You know, if we get something, if we get a grade and it's too easy, yeah, that was easy. It was, you know, we don't really bother about it. If we were in a race and everybody else is, you know, very slow, we're like, yeah, it wasn't too much of a big deal. You know, it was very easy. We as human beings don't appreciate things if they're easy. So things are not meant to be easy. Anything worthwhile achieving is meant to be hard because universe knows, divine energy knows, if it makes it easy for you to obtain that thing, you will not value it. So um, blame your psychology, blame your makeup, but things are not meant to be easy. Anything worth having is not meant to be easy because if it is, you will not appreciate it. So that's another thing to remember. Okay, so that's task number two. Now, um, aha number three or a takeaway number three is take one step at a time. Now, I love how beautifully this is illustrated, especially in, in third movie, where you know, right at the final, at the end, you know, when Frodo's this thinking, oh my gosh, you know, there's the, he's, in, oh, he's on the top of the mountain on one, on one hill or whatever, and he has to get to the other mountain. In between, there's a valley and it's full of orcs and he has no idea how he's going to cross that valley to get to the other side, to get to the other mountain, to climb in and throw in and, and destroy the ring. Now, this is where, you know, I love the character of Sam. Sam tells him, look, you know, miracles happen and all of that. Uh, and he goes, well, let's let's take one thing at a time. Let's just climb down the mountain first and work out how to cross the valley after. And I love that because there will be times when you have no idea how you're going to get from A to, to B to C to D. So what you need to do is just work out how can you get to from A to B. Work out the first part of the journey and the rest will be shown to you later. And a lot of the times, that's really, really much how, you know, how life works. If you set a goal, I always say this, if you set a goal and you know how to get there, then the goal isn't big enough. It's not pushing you enough. You need to set a goal for yourself, which is going to absolutely push you out of your comfort zone. If in order for you to be pushed out of your comfort zone, you should not know how to attain it right? So you do the first task at hand. So in this case, they all they had to do was climb down that mountain and get to the valley and then work out how they were going to cross and put, you know, put, you know and uh, pass all the orcs that were on the journey and between the next, that mountain and the mountain that they had to get to. In between the eye of, the eye was on keeping an eye on them too. So there was, you know, a whole heap of other, other troubles they had. But anyway, this is important to remember. Take one step at a time. If you look at the, you know, how great your journey is, and you can't even see half the time how to get to a particular destination, you will be taken, overtaken by overwhelm. Um, you will fall back. You will not have the stamina, the courage, or the strength to carry on. So the best way is to focus on the task at hand and think about moving just the one, two, ten steps that you can see at the moment. Don't worry about where you will go after because as soon as you cross the first initial steps, how to move from there onwards would be shown to you and you would be given instructions that, you know, how to move from there onwards. So have faith in the in device energy, have faith in the process that once you've completed the task at hand and taken the lessons from it, you will know how to move forward from that point onwards. And that's all we're after. Okay, that's all we can ask you, and that's all you need to know because you're on this journey of, of creating and having wealth, you're gonna come across these points when you have no idea how to move forward, when business goes belly up, things to turn around, you know, you know all sorts of things are gonna happen, and that's absolutely, absolutely part of the journey. I'm not denying that, but that's what makes it fun. 
I hope you are enjoying today's episode. If you want to learn more about my mindset strategies and energy tools to help you change your money mindset, then please register for my Abundance Mindset Makeover Workshop by visiting www.abundancemindsetmakeover.com. See you inside the workshop. When you are stuck and you have no idea how to, you know, get further than the next stop, get to the next stop. And in between the interval, while, by, while you're arriving at the next stop, at the next place, the new pathway will be shown to you, a new way will be shown to you, and you work out how to move from there onwards. Just hold faith and that divine energy will show you the path after, after you arrive to the next level. So this is this is the third one. Take one step at a time. Now, number four was complete the task. Right. I, I thought this was, again, beautifully illustrated in this movie. You know, towards the end, it was, you know, Frodo and Sam are both so exhausted. They're completely exhausted and they can barely keep up. And I found that to be case, you know, when I and when I look back, it's the final hurdle, which is the hardest. And there's a saying in our culture that, you know, the, the night is the darkest just before dawn, which means the last section is always, always, always the hardest. This is where you have to muster up every little ounce of courage and carry on moving forward and not stop. I've noticed this recently when I was doing my, my, my son's 11, uh, 11 plus exam. Oh my gosh, you know, I have been working with him and it got to the end when he wasn't performing and he wasn't doing... I really almost gave up. I thought, you know what? I really can't do it. This is just too much. I can't do it and I can't do it. And I literally was about to give up, um, but I don't give up. I say I'm going to give up. I can't be doing this, you know, whatever. And I ask you to, you know, take heed from this. You know, it's okay to be tired. It's okay to stop and take rest, but it's not okay to stop. It's not okay to fail. It's not okay to give up. Okay, so I, I, I took rest, I moved up, I said, okay, halas, I'm done for a while. And I walked away for a couple of days and I let him do whatever he wanted to do and just pulled away for a bit. Re, you know, re, you know, re got my thoughts together and made myself complete whole again. And then guess what? We started again, you know, more exam papers and other stuff and timetables and whatever have you and marking and whatnot. And I carried on. And now we're coming to the end, right at the end. I just got one couple of more exams done and then we got, God, thank God we're done. And whatever the outcome, whatever happens, I know I've done my as much as I can to support my son. My son's done the best he can as a, as a 10-year-old. And, you know, device energy will, you know, help him to be successful as he can be. If, if nothing else, I've made a very strong base for him to go to secondary school. So anyway, the point being, you have to carry on. You have to complete the task. Far too often, we are three feet from gold and you give up. I mean, there's a there's a book I think called Three Feet from Gold. Oh, I, I was just, I can't remember if it's a book, if a story that I honestly my my brain's a bit fried from being ill for the last week. I can barely talk at the moment. Um, you probably can hear that because my voice isn't as clear as it is normally. Anyhow, um, normally uh, people stop three feet from the gold, and this is there's a story that I'm I'm you know I'm vaguely remembering where. Um, Yes, I do remember the story actually. It's a it's a guy who uh, you know thought there was a there's a, I may be screwing up the story a little bit, but anyway, bear with me. There's there's a guy who when they're doing the gold rush found out there was a lot of gold in this particular um, particular cave or or mountain or something, and he 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 got all people around him and he invested a lot of people you know a lot invested a lot of money, and he went digging for gold, and what they found was. 
um, you know, there was there was gold there and he got a little bit of gold. And unfortunately for him, after um, a little bit, before he recovered all the investments and all the other for him for the equipment had been paid for yet, the gold thread ended. It finished. And, you know, so basically he was there was uh, there was no more gold left. And he was very disheartened and very disappointed and really, really, really uh, upset. And but instead of carrying on, but because by then he was financially under a lot of stress and a lot of, um, you know, a lot of um, things were on his head. He did not think logically. He didn't think, OK, I need to carry on. I need to work out how I can make this happen. How I can make this a reality. He actually got disheartened and left, and he actually sold everything equipment onto this other some somebody else. Now this other person who bought it thought logically and actually instead of working out himself, he he got um an uh, I think some some somebody else an expert in the in the, in the field, and got this person to come and observe in the in in the the section of the of the, of the mountain of what was going on. And this expert told this new owner that in about the the you know archaeologically or scientifically or whatever I can't remember the exact, exact words now, but basically the thread of gold there was a gap between it, and three feet on from where the old owner had left, stopped digging, the gold was started again. And lo and behold, when he started digging, three feet on from the point the old owner had stopped, the uh, the gold thread opened up again, and there was one of the most a profitable uh, gold uh, gold mines um, of the region. So this story illustrates you cannot give up. You cannot stop. You cannot stop midway. Yes, you may think, oh, I, you know, you, you may be temporarily defeated, or you feel I haven't got any more energy. I've come so far, but I can't carry on. There's an old saying: God doesn't bring you this far just to, for you to be this far. You know, you will have moments when you want to give up. You will be have. You will have moments of despair, but you have to carry on. I mean, for example. Well, even you know, I I remember when I was really really ill, I took a break last week, uh, not last week, the week before I think, and but last but uh, you know today again my voice isn't holding up, it's not, it doesn't have the strength, and my words are not flowing as as they do normally, and I could easily say you know what I'm done, I you know I'm gonna skip this week's, instead of doing that, I actually came with all the enthusiasm that I could muster, and because I am really excited about talking to you guys. And I said, okay, I'm going to speak from the heart as well as I can. I know my speech isn't as clear as it is normally and my words are not flowing as they do normally, but I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to share my experience and I'm going to share what my takeaways from this movie because I think they're worthwhile. And people who are listening, they will listen to the, the sentiments that are coming through, the, the words that are coming through, not necessarily my grammar, not necessarily the, the, the clarity of the speech or the clarity of my voice, but they will listen to what the message I'm trying to convey. And that's what I came here with. Does it make sense, right? So you have to complete the task. This is very important. Number number four is you have to complete the task. Doesn't matter where you are and doesn't matter how hard you have to muster up every ounce of your courage, strength and stamina to make sure you complete the finish line. You don't stop before the finish line. And this is very, very important. Okay. Number five, it's very important to surround yourself with the right people. And I have said this before and I'm saying again, uh, what I found is, I mean, in, in this Lord of Rings, you know, I don't think Frodo would have got anywhere without Sam. I think Sam was especially crucial towards, uh, you know, towards the the 
um, towards uh, the latter part of the journey because he kept his his strength and his uh, his spirits up. But he even there comes a point where Sam even carries Frodo on his shoulder to up the mountain because you know Frodo had run out of energy. Now. Metaphorically speaking, I think this is important. Sometimes you have these friends who cannot do what you need to do, but they carry you on their shoulders. They carry, they can't carry your burden, but they can carry you. And I think that is such a beautiful line when Sam says, Mr. Frodo, I cannot carry your burden, but I can carry you. So you need to have those friends with you who can carry you further. And I know in my life, I have there are a number of people that I call friends. The fam, some of them are relatives, family members, and some are just you know are not blood relation at all, but they're friends, and but they're very very dear to me. And I know that I think there's a couple of people that I can definitely think about and think yes, they don't carry my burden, but they carry me at times, and they have carried me through my deepest darkest moments, and that really touched me. You need to have these few friends. I'm not one person who's friends with a million people. I don't have a million friends. I don't keep, I'm very social and I have loads of acquaintances and people who I'm very friendly with, but I'm not friends with many, many people. I, I choose my friends very, very carefully. And uh, and for that, but then the friends I have are amazing. They've carried me through, yes, emotionally anyway. And that's all I need. And this is so important to remember. So you need to surround yourself with friends who would be like that, who would be as loyal and as genuine with you like Sam. Frodo didn't need a hundred of those friends. He just needed one Sam. So you need to have one friend like Sam who's going to be there to hold you. Not necessarily hold on, take and carry your burden, but hold you so you can carry on when you have the strength or have or rest a little while and gather your strength. This is such an important point. I thought, oh my God, this is so important for you to realize and you know the importance of people around you. And these friends can be your partner, it could be a spouse. You're very, very lucky if this person is ends up being your spouse, your wife or your husband, your boyfriend, your girlfriend. It's, you know, I think those people are very, very, very lucky who have a partner who's like that. But even if you don't have your partner, it's not like that. You can have a friend who can who can be that Sam for you. I think every single person in the world should have a Sam in their life, right? So that's it. That's number five. Now, the last one, I think, is it, the number six is probably the most potent one. You know, we all are, you know, we all look at ourselves and look at the tasks at hand and we look at things around us. And when everything is falling apart, we forget we have device energy. So device energy can create miracles at any moment in time. We can somehow think miracles can happen for other people. They cannot happen for us. Whereas miracles happen for you all the time. But what you do is you explain them away. And I'm, I'm also guilty of that. I've done that in the past. And not so much now. Now, when I see a miracle happen, I acknowledge it and I thank Divine Synergy for it. And I'm just so grateful for that miracle. But I remember when I'm in my younger years, miracles would show up and I would just explain them away logically. Oh, this will happen and that's why it happened. No. So expect miracles and know that if there's no way that you can see out, there's Divine Synergy. You can create that or you can manifest a way out. In, in human terms, or religiously, I would say, if you are religiously inclined, you know, it doesn't matter what um, name you give to God, divine energy, you can believe, you can believe that divine energy, God will make a way for you, he will show you a pathway that you haven't seen yourself, can show you a way that you can't see at the moment, can make things happen for you, can, you know, make a create a pathway through the, you know, parting of the seas, like he did for Moses. So, 
you know, I'm not going to go on the metaphysical, <laughs> that kind of discussion now, but I want you to hold on to this idea that miracles can happen for you like they happen for other people. We too, you know, we as people, we, we, we dismiss ourselves too much, you know, you know, I'm not so special. Why would God create miracles for me? Why would divine energy create miracles for me? Why not? My question is, why not? You are just as wonderful as the next person, as every other person on the planet. Why would divine synergy not create miracles for you? So the final aha moment is expect miracles. For example, the the, the right at the end when the, the lava's coming down the mountain and Frodo and Sam are stuck on this piece of rock and they have no idea how to get forward and they think their time's up. You know, in comes Ga- you know, Gandalf the, the White with <laughs> on eagles and carries them away right? Miracles happen all the time. So you should expect miracles and expect miracles to happen for you when there is no way out. And I promise you, when you expect miracles, miracles will show up. So I'm just going to give a quick summary of the six points. And by the way, I do apologize for my voice not being, being a bit croaky and not being um, as clear as it is normally. Um, But I have tried to be my normal self as much as possible. Anyhow, in recap, the six points are as follows. Number one, you need to understand that you you and I, we all underestimate who we really are and we don't actually know our full potential. Device as energy does, we don't. So every single person you know, including you, have underestimated your capabilities and who you are. Number two, you need to enjoy the journey. It's not just about arriving at the destination. The journey is just as important as the actual, um, you know, arrival of the destination. Number three, take one step at a time. If you have a mammoth task, if you have a, a, a humongous journey, it's fine. The, 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 the biggest journey, the longest journeys begin with the first step. Start with one step at a time and take, and, and, and even if you can't see the rest of the path, the, even if you can, all you can see the next steps forward, the next 10 steps or the down, as, as Frodo says, let's just climb down the mountain, just climb down the mountain. Take action and do the next steps available to you, right? That's, num- that's number two. Uh, sorry, that's number three. Number four is complete the tasks at hand. Always complete your tasks. Don't leave things in the middle. Don't leave things undone. Okay, the last part of the journey, the last section, always, always, always the hardest. It requires uh, so much strength and so much courage and so much stamina because you're so tired from the entire journey. You have to carry on and complete the task at hand. It's very, very important. The last section of the journey is the hardest and you need to carry on going. And for that, you need number five, which is having great friends. Allow yourself to have these amazing friends who can support you and help you to carry on and completing your journey. And some, for, for that, you need to have, you need to find yourself a Sam. I think uh, uh, everybody, everyone should have a friend like Sam from Lord of the Rings. And finally, number six, expect miracles. Your journey is going to be troublesome. You're going to not know how to move forward. And there are going to be times when you think there's no way out. And I want you to understand device energy is always with you and there's always a way out. And even if you can't see a way out, device energy will create one for you. So expect miracles every single day. Well, I hope you enjoyed today's podcast as much as I enjoyed doing it, even with my croaky voice. I will see you all very, very soon. Until the next time you meet, this is Gulkan signing off. Take care and bye for now. If you want to learn more about my energy tools and mindset strategies, then please visit my website 
www.gulkhan.com. And if you want to take part in our five-day abundance mindset makeover workshop, where I deep dive into energy tools for abundance, then please go to www.abundancemindsetmakeover.com and register. I look forward to being your mentor in the next workshop. And if you want to learn about the spiritual laws of money, then go and get my book, Laws of Money, from www.lawsofmoney.com. Until the next time we meet, this is Gul Khan signing off. Take care and bye for now.